At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio. This is Up on Game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. This is the show for you. Lobs it. Boris alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. With LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plaxico Burris. TJ, I love the way you break the game down. LA, man, you were drafted by my squad, number two overall, 99. And Plax, man, you were a 757 product. And everybody knew who Plax was growing up around here, man. (laughs) Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the TireRack.com studios of Fox Sports Radio, here's Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. All right, welcome into the show. It's hour two of Up On Game. That's Plexico Burris. I'm LeVar Arrington. TJ Hutzmazada is off today handling some family business. You know, we just do the family business of winning. You had a strong first hour. If you missed anything, make sure you go check out the podcast, Up On Game, wherever it is that you get your podcast from. Check out Up On Game Presents as well for extra, and I mean extra dope super content that goes up into there. You'll want to check that out. Shouts out to all our affiliates that play us and put us on there. We know that you don't have to, but you do, and that gives us an opportunity to talk to your local markets and, well, give them some some things to think about as well. So we appreciate our affiliates. We appreciate our listeners and everybody there that, that has contributed to the success of this show. Plexico Burris, there's, there's some interesting names on the injury list of quarterbacks there's a long laundry list of them we'll get to some uh some more quarterback this looks like a quarterback heavy uh type of hour but we will also talk a little uh 
a little round ball uh, with with what's going on, you know, some things in, in the NBA and and what could be connected to that. So we'll bring our expert on uh, Cuffs, the legend. That's right. Uh, big time professional podcaster. Uh, he's got got his deal going on. Some dude's show, some dude's show. So make sure you, you stay locked in for that. Plex, the the quarterbacks list is is like as I mentioned, it's interesting. It's it's a long one. Uh, you have Ryan Tannehill, you have Daniel Jones, you have Justin Fields. Uh, to you, which one has the the largest impact on on the team? The Bears look to have a big win um, without Justin Fields, which I thought was interesting. Uh, we talked about Tennessee in the first hour. They don't look like a team that's going in the right direction at all. And the Giants get a big win, a must-needed win against the, the, the Commanders. What's what's your thought? With, I'm, I'm certain it's probably Daniel Jones, but which one do you has the biggest implications of them being out? You know what? I got to say Daniel Jones. It is, it, it, you, you hit it right on the head. But I, I learned something this week that was rather shocking to me. Uh-oh. That my boy Tyrod Taylor from Newport News, Virginia, was the first African-American quarterback to win a starting game for the New York Giants. Oh, wow. And a hundred years of football. Wow. He's the only one. Hmm. 2023. So congratulations to my boy for Tyrod Taylor for being the first black quarterback to win the starting game for the New York Giants. But this is what I will say. Um, I've been to the training camp and I'll be at the game tomorrow on the field. And, you know, every everything is, you know, I'm looking at it and I'm saying to myself, just like everybody else is. It just looks like to me that, you know, Tyrod's 34 years old. He's a veteran quarterback. He was a backup quarterback to Josh Allen in Buffalo when Brian Dayball was the offensive coordinator. So Dayball already knows what he brings to the table as far as being that safety net just in case a situation, you know, arose right now with the starting quarterback being out and Daniel Jones. He's he's very familiar with his offense. Mm -hmm. And it just looks like to me that when he's in there, the offense looks like it runs just a little more smoother than when Daniel Jones is at the helm. Mm. Tyrod Taylor is getting out of plays, making checks. And some of these balls that he's throwing down the field to Jalen Hyde and over the middle to Darren Waller, you know, he's dropping these 40 and 50-yard, you know, fade balls right in the pocket. I mean, he's throwing it right on target to these guys running down the sideline. And I can't say to myself that Daniel Jones is that accurate and he can make those throws. You know, just last week when he – you know, he recognized the mismatch in, in the three-by-one with Darren Roller being the number three wide receiver, close, the closest wide receiver to the line of scrimmage. He makes a throw up the seam. Uh, yep. uh, this ball is probably about, 
I don't it's know. High. Let's it's just up. say it's eight and a half, nine feet in the air. Yeah, yeah. And he un- he understands the personnel and the throw that needs to be made with a corner playing outside technique with a middle linebacker, you know, trying to carry the scene and understanding where this ball placement needs to be, and it was perfect. I can't say that Daniel Jones makes that same throw because we have not seen him do that. And with Tyrod Taylor being the veteran that he is, 34 years old, understanding the system, playing on the Brian Dayball, it just looks like he's comfortable. And the, the offense is more, it's, it's methodical. Um, you know what? There's not these big losses of, you know, taking sacks. I think he got sacked twice last week, which is an improvement from our offensive line because I believe that we have the worst offensive line in football. I thought it was the Chicago Bears, but we took over the number one spot as being the worst offensive line in football. I said it, and I mean it. And if you're an offensive lineman for the New York Giants, when Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor walk on the walk in the building on Monday, you should be giving them donuts mm. saying I'm sorry because sorry. my guys are getting beat up in the pocket and beat I wouldn't up. want to play behind you either. At all. Dang. Who wants to be a damn quarterback behind this offensive line and you're just getting trounced on? Mm. You only got three plays in a down, uh, four in a series, and, and, you, and you, you get your head tapped on uh, off. two or three times. I don't want to be be behind you guys either. You should be saying I'm sorry when they come in the building on Monday. That is a shame. You know, I was going off, but be getting That's back to Tyler Bryant Taylor. I liked it. Um, I just believe that, uh, you know, he's won the last two games. He he won the third one tomorrow. Uh, you know, uh, I guess a Jets defense, which is you know we can say that they're a top five outfit. Um. It, it, there's going to be some, you know, birds chirping and uh, you know, it, it, words going around in this city, which everybody hears because it's the mecca, it's the media capital of the world. Mm-hmm. Is Tyrod Taylor a better fit, you know, for this team and this? Is offense? that even is that even an option for beyond? Like, it's that, not that something for this it's year. Not about solely. Based on the contract in which Daniel Jones has That's been correct. afforded and given, it's not even a possibility, which right. is sad in professional sports when you give a guy $40 million, he's on the sideline, hey, you have a backup quarterback who's probably making $1 or $2 million a year, and he goes 3-0 and mm. while you're out. So what can you do then, Plex? I mean, what if that's the situation where you got a high-priced guy on the sideline? Because we're going You're to get into this a little bit later as well. Dang. You have to put him back in the game. You but have doesn't to. That mean, but the, doing that, doesn't that mean that you're basically saying we're okay with losing? I'm okay with losing my job just because we gave this guy the money and we gave him the job to, to start. I mean, <laughs> you know what they say? Isn't that a loss? If, if they give him 40, if the Marriott's they gave him 40 million dollars, they put him back in there because in, in the words of the great Bernie Mac, you know what they're saying? You got to learn. You got to learn. Hmm. Even though he may, he may not be the best option for this team in the offense to win football games, but you got to put him back in there solely based on the fact that you gave him $40 million a year. Hmm. Well, I mean. The that's, world that's, of professional sports. It just seems so, so interesting and 
you know, we talked about Daniel Jones and what that looks like. I mean, you you have two draft picks in Tennessee that are going to get the opportunity seemingly in a dual quarterback set while Tannenhill is out. And it's almost like it's an open competition in Tennessee to see who's going to win that job there. And, and now it's kind of like, all right, well, what does that look like? I mean, you you have a team. I guess it would be the perfect time to do it. It's a struggling team, and they're looking for some answers. But you know, are you able to find out what what Malik Willis is is really capable of doing, or you know, even what Will Levis is capable of doing? I like Will Levis, obviously for personal reasons, but I thought he was a fine quarterback at Kentucky and coming into you know the league. What does that look like? Does he get ample enough opportunity and for the fans that are, are of Malik Willis do do these guys get an ample opportunity to be able to make a difference and and their you know kind of their statement or their argument to be the main guy and can and can the, the the biggest question to me is can both of these guys play themselves out of even being in consideration in the conversation of being the starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans moving ahead? There's a lot of big questions out there to be answered for some of these franchises and what's going on with their quarterbacks. But I I, I look at the Justin Fields situation. That's intriguing because Justin Fields goes out. I think we all know he has a lot of potential and can bring a lot to the table if in the right situation, but that has not seemed to be the right situation for him in in, in Chicago. But then, lo and behold, the team has success in his absence. Will that continue? How incriminating is that on what the discussion points are on what Justin Fields brings to the table? That will all become clear as we continue, but we're going to shift sports. We're going to go basketball. We're going to talk to some that uh some dude show uh with uh, cuffs the legend uh nba insider and and obviously an expert we'll bring him on next we'll talk some some basketball that james harden story it's kind of interesting man i'm interested to get uh cuffs take on it we'll also get to deshaun watson we didn't talk about him in this segment well because we figured we'll give him a whole segment all right this is up on game that's Plexico Burris. I'm LeVar Arrington. Fox Sports Radio will be right back. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire. But when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, 
their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Woo! What up, Nelly? All right. A little country grammar. Hey, you like that? That's back in our era, man. Early hey, 2000s, man. Must be the money. Yeah, we used to party, too. Baggy jeans, big big chains, yeah, big, big T-shirts. Man. Little Band-Aids Bo-Jean. under the eye. Why do we wear Band-Aids under the eye? I don't, I don't man, get that. A little Jabot jean, a little re- white Reebok classic. Yeah, Ooh. You know what I mean? Them Air Force Ones. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Welcome back in the Up On Game. Yep, we're live from Tyrac.com studio. That's Plexico Burris. I'm LeVar Arrington. Mr. Hushmanzada is out this weekend, but that's all right. And we're bringing in our guy, of course, to bring up the slack, to make it work, to do what it does. Professional podcaster, NBA specialist, insider, analyst, and the the guy, the main attraction to some dude show. We got our man Cuffs the Legend on the hotline. What's happening, my guy? My brothers, my good brothers. How y'all feeling on this glorious Saturday, man? NBA oh, team is back, man. man. Cuffs, what it's it be? Back. What it be, baby? What it be? Black, man. I see. I heard y'all talking about the baggy jeans, man. Remember the 4X t-shirt? The baggy oh. t-shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. 4X, Four, like down to, down to your Iverson. knees. Yeah, right. Shout out to AI, man. Allen yeah, Iverson was the trendsetter. He from your area, man. Shout out to AI, man. He yeah, man. Peace to AI, man. He's doing big things. And shout out to Shaq, man, becoming, I guess, the president of Reebok and then hiring Allen uh, to be the vice president of Reebok, man. So that's shout out to them dope. both. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, that's dope. A, that's a dope move. All right, speaking of Philadelphia, let's 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 make a dope move to to the city of brotherly love. Did y'all like that transition? Did y'all like that segment? Uh, it was kind of fire. <laughs> it's kind of like I do this for a living a little bit, man. But yeah, it was kind of fire. That was dope. yeah, right. Was dope, okay, okay, cool. So let's jump in on it, right? Uh, James Harden, what what's the latest with it? Cuffs, how do you see this playing out? How should it play out with James Harden in Philadelphia? Man, to be honest with you, at this point, I am tired of James Harden. I'm tired of hearing about James Harden. I'm just tired of all of it because what do you want to do? We keep talking about him over and over again. What do you want to do, James? Do you want to play basketball this year? You know, forget all the stats, forget all the analytics, forget all the semantics, all the big words. Do you want to play ball this year? Like, do you want to hoop this year? Because we saw the game the other night in Milwaukee with the Bucks. 
Dame and Giannis looking mm. like they've been hooping together for 10 years, man. So Philadelphia, mm. you're not going to get past those guys, I don't feel like, even with James Harden. Mm. Right. So I yep. feel like you, you saw how Embiid look his body language. He always kind of has bad body language when he's losing. He started moping and pouting. He needs to clean it up. But Joel is looking lonely. Tyrese Maxey had 31. He's stepping up. But I don't know what James want to do, man. I really don't. Like, I just at this point, you either want to play ball or just retire. That's what I feel like with James. Like, mm-hmm. these young boys, man, these young boys in this league are hungry. They coming for mm-hmm. these positions. Like, SGA, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, another guy. He's coming for that position, like the scoring titles, all that's coming. So I feel like James Harden just need to humble himself, put his ego to the side. You're not 2017, 2018's Harden. You're not right. that guy from 2018. Do you want to hoop, man? Do you want to hoop? You know what? I don't think James is going to play this year, man, because I just think his pride and his ego is in front of everything, you know, right now, especially – you know, when when he came out and said Darren was a liar and I'm, I'm never trusting him again and I'll never play for him again. So on all accounts, when I hear that being said, I don't think James is going to play because he's just going to be just that stubborn. But yeah. I'll be honest with you, man, with a, with a Harden or without a Harden, the, the uh, Philadelphia 76ers, they're not going anywhere. Because <laughs> just like you said, man, Dame, that addition to Dame, man, and Giannis, what what I seen him do the other night, first game, first game, thirty nine points, and Giannis is looking at Dame like, damn, I've never had anybody to do things like this. So never. he can he can take the back seat on certain nights like we discussed uh, last time when we was on the air. But man, they just look like so efficient. Dame can dominate the game at any time that he wants, and also can Giannis. So deep, these teams are like, more damn, man, who are we gonna double? We can't double I them think both. I think what's gonna happen this year, we're gonna see. That's a great point, Plax. I think what we're gonna see this year with Dame and Giannis, their chemistry. You can see they already both are selfless guys. Right. You don't see that around the league. Like, this stuff of hard. He's not selfless. He's not unselfish. Giannis, right. I got to give him credit for being the global superstar and allowing Dame to come in there and just be Dame. 39 points in the opening game, first home game. And, you know, you want to be that guy where, like, kind of like D-Wade, when he showed Braun that love when Braun first came to Miami, yeah. he let Braun rock out. They had, they had certain moments where they was kind of, like, taking turns, and I think that hurt them that first year. But I think Dame and Giannis are going to learn from that LeBron and D-Wade first year where it's like, no, bro, come in here and be yourself. And we saw that that first game, 39 points. So I think it's going to be nights where Giannis is going to have it going, but his jump shot not, might not be going you know, as far as from the field or shooting yeah. from the outside. And when those last two or three minutes of close games, we know Dame can shoot from anywhere. you got to come across half court to check. Like, as soon as he come across half court, you got to pick him up. So Dame right. has that range from the outside that's going to allow Giannis to have even more spacing for those driving lanes. And the Bucks, man, they just look like a seasoned veteran team, man. Bobby Portis yeah. looking like – He's looking like Horace Grant without goggles out there. Like I love, oh. Bobby. <laughs> I, I love Bobby. He he's done a whole rebrand. Like Bobby has right. a reputation as a band locker room guy. And you see Brooke Lopez, Consummate Pro. But I I might want to make a change of heart on my prediction. I know my spicy predictions I pick the Celtics in seven in the Eastern Conference Finals. Man, the Celtics is getting Bob, not beat the Bucks in seven. 
no I way. I got the Celtics in seven. I know nope. DJ's not here today. Hoosman's is not here today to help me out right now. I'm outnumbered. But <laughs> yeah, I, you aren't outnumbered. I, I don't man, have no – I'm not going to fight you. Don't you start with this Laker bull. Well, I, I, we go, I'm going to get to that as soon as you finish up with what you're saying. I'm about to jump on that. You got it. <laughs> hey, but, 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 hey, hey, I, I want to say something real quick about go Milwaukee, ahead. man. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, I've always felt this. I've, I've always said this, and – and it, it remain it, 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 it remains supreme in championship culture. Yep. Unselfishness at a professional level is rare because everybody wants to get theirs. They, you know, they look for this contract. Everybody trying to get that, that that piece of bread. But when you put Dame and Giannis together with those two talents. Being unselfish, that is going to be the key factor to why these guys are going to win a world championship. Yeah, I agree, Black. Mm-hmm. I think I, I said it on Twitter, like I think it was yesterday, that it might not happen this year, which is it's, it's a very strong chance it will. But within these next one to two years, next two to three years, I Dame is getting his ring. Like I think he is, it's the basketball gods. See the basketball gods, man, just like the football gods. They reward certain people. Oh, that sucks right? cuz I never got a ring. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we tried, dog. Yeah, hey, you was did. on the team. What we you did. mean? I missed you. You was there. there. I was there. How can you not say that the football gods didn't put you in the you best right. situation? We right. You was there, baby. You right. I walked away. Damn. You was I there. Right. God, we could have got a ring together. So, Cuffs, you are exactly right. Yeah, LeVar was right. in the I think, right I, place. I just think, yeah. think Dame is poised. The basketball guys, they just show their favor on certain players, man. And these basketball guys, they're not showing any favor to James Hart. James Harden, I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, he made that. The basketball guys made sure they named him Harden. Harden, Harden. Yeah, got a good. It's they're, a Harden, Harden. They're going to win it, man. I think Dame and Giannis going to figure it out in this first year. They're going to. I want to change my pick so bad after just one game watching them. The chemistry was different. Nope, you can't take it back because we got it on record. You (laughs) said you and you said the Lakers five and five, like like with the five four five or whatever. I I want to understand what can 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 the Lakers win without? Because you mentioned creating space when you were talking about Dame and and Giannis and 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 the Bucks and having that perimeter game, I still got to say, Cuffs, I still do not see an adequate enough perimeter game early, although early, but I just don't see a perimeter game for the Lakers that will give an aging LeBron James the space that he needs or even create, you know, the opportunities that could possibly exist by being able to to, to give Anthony uh, Anthony Davis the the mid range to to the cup type of opportunities. I just don't know that you could keep up in the West if you don't have legitimate th- three point shooting perimeter shooting. What say you? You're, you're right, man. Like we saw last night when Steph exploded for 41, and you saw Chris Paul being a maestro with the 12 assists. I think Chris had 10 and 12. He had 12 assists. People said that wouldn't work. We saw that work. But with the Lakers, it's all going to come down. People put so much emphasis on AD, right? We know AD has a history of being injured. We know it. But so many people focus on AD. But this year, I think it's going to come down to one guy, and that is D'Angelo Russell, man. This is the year where we find out does the zebra change his stripes because he's been the same D'Angelo Russell every year. 
He talks a know. good game. You already know the answer to that, man. man I ain't know zebra changing his stripes. Ain't no cheetah changing his spots. I know damn well you, TJ, and the whole entire Laker Nation included are not hanging your damn hat on winning the championship. If if D'Angelo Russell changes his stripes, <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying, and that's what <laughs> has me nervous. No. Right? Well, then they ain't winning. That's what has me. That's what has me so apprehensive and nervous about it because he's been talking all summer about I want to be like Jamal Murray was last year. We got to see it, bro, because I'm going to say this. Like a nation knows this, they are the masters of panic. We see them panicking after the first game. If <laughs> D- if D'Angelo Russell does not bring it. By the trading deadline, oh, man. he will be in Chicago with the bomber jacket. <laughs> and, and look, DeMar DeRozan, Alex Ooh. Caruso was once – he's a Ooh, Laker favorite. We would love oh. to have you back, Alex Caruso. I'm just putting it in the atmosphere with all the people. We're going to put it in the atmosphere. We, we, but it's we, all, we would love man, to have you back, huh? <laughs> yeah, we'd love to have you back, Caruso. Uh, I'm going hey, to go back to what you said because you said you know everybody is focusing on Anthony Davis. But he is the focal point. You know, yeah, LeBron James cannot continue to play 35, 40 minutes a game. That hey, time Plax. is, hey, Plax, is I gone. Think he can. I think he can. He's an alien, Flex. Man, listen. <laughs> Zero points in the second half of that first game. Everybody is waiting and looking to see when is Anthony Davis going to be a consistent superstar? Night it was the altitude. Out. It was I'm the waiting altitude to see when the first ever. injury takes place, to the, be honest. The altitude. The first I got to no damn altitude. How in the hell you down seven feet and you lay the damn, board, you lay the damn basketball under the you backboard? You live in an altitude every day at that height. He laid the ball underneath the backboard. <laughs> I can do that. Hey, before You mean tell me you were training all summer for that? Hey, guys, before I go, though, yeah. can we talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder? I think Tell us. these boys Tell are us. for real. Tell us. They, they looked for real, real last year. Just yeah, they, they messed around and almost – Yeah, they almost got to the playoffs. Like, they almost made it in. But this year, I think they can be what the Sacramento Kings were last year as far mm. as, like, lighting the beam and that charisma and having the crowd. Like, SGA, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, he's going to probably compete for that scoring title. But Chet Holmgren – People forget he set out last year. He's, he's going to be probably second or first. He, he's going to have a chance to steal the rookie of the year from Victor Wembanyama, I think. Mm. Because, man, Chet had seven blocks last night against the Cavs. Like, Chet so Holmgren is nasty so on defense. So, wait a minute. He was a rookie. He, he didn't play last season. So yeah, he, he got hurt in the pro-am. He can still be, compete to be rookie of the year, even though it's a Yeah, he didn't, he didn't officially play any games, yeah. Wow. So did he get accredited a season as a player? No, he didn't play any games. He got hurt at the, at the Seattle program. Who was that last year with Jamal Crawford in Seattle? He yeah, got LeBron. We with that, but he, but he I'm saying, does he roster. not get accredited a season though? Like, is it? It's no, like, no, he no, he doesn't. He's a he's officially a rookie this year, so he's actually in the competition to be a rookie of the year. That's why he's kind of crazy, right? Huh. Wow. All right. Well, hey, there you go. Uh, okay, see. some dude show. Go to somedudeshow.com. Um, make sure you check out Cuffs the Legend on IG, on Twitter, uh, you know, on TikTok. He's the man. He's the myth. He's the legend. And he joins us all the time. You can get his podcast also on Up On Game Presents as he is a member of the family and iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio family. Brother, we appreciate you coming on, man. Keep doing the excellent work that you're doing. we talk to you soon. Yeah, last thing. Las right. Vegas Aces. Shout out to the Las Vegas Aces, man. Back to back champs. Support the Aces. Yeah.
Support the ladies. And I'm going to support my man, Isaac Lohenkron, to give us one more uh, update. I'm glad we tied up the game before we brought him back on. So let's get that last update for you before you enjoy the rest of your weekend, Ilo. And uh, you mean by we, you mean? R. Penn State. Yeah, Nittany Lions. Number 10 in the nation. Yes, I suppose it is safe to talk about them again because they have just indeed tied Indiana at 14 with 2.09 left to play in the second quarter. Indiana had a 14-7 lead on two long touchdown passes by their quarterback Brendan Soresby, a 90-yarder to DeKeese Carter, and then a 69-yard touchdown pass to Donovan McCulley, but Penn State just came back to tie it on a two-yard run by Nicholas Singleton. Right now in Lawrence, Kansas, they are in a West Weather delay because of lightning in the area. Number six, Oklahoma trailing at Kansas 14 to seven with eight minutes left to play in the second quarter. Kansas took a 14 to nothing lead as Oklahoma quarterback Dylan Gabriel was intercepted by Romello Dotson. He returned to 37 yards for a touchdown. Kansas then added a nine yard touchdown run by Daniel Hyshaw, but Oklahoma got on the board on a seven yard touchdown run by Gabriel. Number four, Florida State up 24-7 to at Wake Forest with 2.45 left in the second quarter. Florida State quarterback Jordan Travis, a 13-yard run into the end zone, then a 29-yard touchdown pass to Keon Coleman, and then an 80-yard touchdown pass to Trey Benson. Travis on the day has completed 11 of 18 for 216 yards with two touchdown passes. In the NFL, Las Vegas Raiders head coach Josh McDaniels just confirmed that Jimmy Garoppolo will start on Monday night against the Lions. Garoppolo did not play in last week's loss to the Bears because of a back injury. In Game 1 of the World Series Friday night, Adoli Garcia's home run in the bottom of the 11th inning gave the Texas Rangers a dramatic 6-5 win over the Arizona Diamondbacks. Game 2 tonight at 8.03 Eastern. Back we go to the revitalized LeVar. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Enjoy your day, Ilo. Uh, a lot of great football going on this morning and, you know, some, some good games. It's, it's always nice when you hear about Florida State having such dominance i mean that that was our era of of time when bobby bowden and those amazing florida state teams were were doing some amazing things in the acc so shots out to florida state man um but let's let's come back to football and let's 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 visit the the conversation that was a large one this past week um of course deshaun watson cleared concussion protocols and has been medically cleared to be able to play but was pulled out very early in the game um this past sunday due to protecting him from a concussed i guess state or symptoms but when deshaun watson was asked about it his comments were based around the the re-aggravating of the shoulder and not wanting to re-injure his shoulder and then more information comes out. He's not going to play this week, Plexico. And now the questions have started to circulate. Does he even want to play? This is what Deshaun Watson had to say. I'm interested to get your response when we're done hearing it. 
Why wouldn't I want to play? I just I just worked my ass off for two years to get back to playing. So why wouldn't I want to play? This is what I've been doing since I was six years old. So why wouldn't I want to play? I see the I see the same things. I see all the the narratives, this, that, the third. I mean, all that stuff is just trying to call controversy and, and, and commotion. You know, I'm fine. I'm happy. Uh, I'm not happy with the injury, but uh, you know I'm, I'm in a great space mentally. I'm in a great space spiritually. Uh, physically, everything else is in a great space except my shoulder. Uh, so we're working hard to get that back. But yeah, why wouldn't why wouldn't I want to play? I don't I don't do this for no other reason. So uh, yeah, I see that too. I see the whole contract situation and all that stuff. Yeah, that stuff is just for people to talk and, and just create narratives. What do you think, Plexico? Oh, man, um, you know, I think this this is going to be the third straight week that he's been out. And uh, I've been around this game for a long time. And I'm saying to myself, either the Cleveland Browns are not being honest with us, telling us the, the severity of his injury, or Deshaun Watson just doesn't want to play football. And, you know, I've been, you know, kind of juggling this whole thing of does he want to play? Is he really injured? Is he hurt? And I believe that this man wants to be on the football field. Just like he said, why would he, why would he not? But I believe that he has a more severe injury than what they're telling us is just a bruise, rotator cuff. Maybe he has a slight tear in there or something. Somebody has to come out and be honest with us. Why not himself? Why not come out and say, you know what? You know what? My shoulder is hurting me so bad to the degree that I cannot throw a football. Don't go in the game last week. You know, you, you go hanging with one for five and a pick, and you go, you fall on the back of your, you know, your head. They say you, you know, you had a concussion. You go into concussion protocol, and now you've cleared concussion protocol, but you're still not going to play this weekend because they're saying it's, just, it's still your shoulder. That's why I get confused. That's weird. Right. So either his injury is a lot worse than they are telling us that is this, what I believe, maybe he has a tear. Go out there and get a second opinion. Or come out and be honest and tell us what's really wrong with his shoulder because I can't believe that this man has a bruised shoulder. You put him in the starting lineup last week. He plays two or three series, he goes one for five with a pick. He, he gets a concussion. He's cleared to play this week, but this week leading to this game is still a shoulder. Mm-hmm. So everybody's lost and confused. So P.J. Walker, I think Kevin Stefanski, you know, you know, saw where Deshaun was at last week and those first four series and saw that he wasn't healthy and pulled him out of the game to save him from, you know, playing another bad football game and say, you know what, you know what, he has a concussion. But I also believe that, you know, Kevin Stefanski and and his coaching staff are saying, you know what, P.J. Walker is playing better right now than a hurt Deshaun Watson, and we still have a chance to win this division. I'm going to ride this defense. P.J. Walker's 2-0, probably going to win again tomorrow, and then what are you going to say moving forward for Deshaun Watson and his team, being that the fact you have the best defense in football and P.J. Walker is straight on moving forward? What are you going to do as a coach when, when Deshaun Watson comes back? Because until this point, he has not delivered 
or been a shell of the player that he was four, like three or four years ago in Houston. And that's what, that's what everybody's looking for, for him to get back to being this elite quarterback. And, of course, the contract is going to be at the top of the board because it's something – he's a pioneer in that category of being the first NFL player to have a fully guaranteed contract. Yeah. He's a pioneer of this. And all the guys that are coming after him, this is what they are pursuing. Make no mistake about it. So the fact that Deshaun Watson has this fully guaranteed contract – and some people saying he's not hurt. Maybe he's hurt. Does he want to play football? He basically, though, he has a responsibility. And maybe he doesn't understand that. Because the guys that are coming after him, they want the same thing he got. And now he's sending this message to the team and to these owners. I got the bag. I got the fully guaranteed contract. I don't have to go out and play football anymore. And it's just, it's just uh, it's a bad look all the way around with the injury, the shoulder concussion, the what the Cleveland Browns are not saying, what he's not saying. If the man is really hurt and he's injured, man, just at this come point, out you and say, say it. it. Yeah, you got to say it at this the, point. The speculation that they're killing this man in the media, myself included, because we don't know what Nobody's to say. Nobody's unclear. Yeah, right. right. So yeah. I'm a decent Watson fan. I love this young man death. I think he's a hell of a player. But please, somebody come out and say something to save face for this young man. That's Plexico Burris. I'm LeVar Arrington. He's talking about Deshaun Watson. We're talking sports. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to wrap this one up. Russell Wilson, as I mentioned, we will wrap the show up with a continuance of quarterbacks being discussed in hour two. Uh, he made headlines, but it isn't the way you thought it was. It's actually off the field. We'll talk about that on the other side of this break. It's Fox Sports Radio. This is Up On Game. We'll be right back. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Farian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. All right. Welcome back into the show. It is up on games. TJ Hushmazada, LeVar Arrington, uh, Plexico Burst, and TJ's off today. So Plex has held it down, has knocked it out of the park today. If you miss anything, make sure you go check out Up On Game, the podcast, wherever it is that you get your podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Tell a friend. Uh, yeah. Appreciate all of all of our listeners. Appreciate the affiliates. Um, we are indeed in the Tyrac.com studios. Uh, before we leave here today, I, I wanted to have a more positive ending to to the show. Obviously, we we talk about some of the things, and it's a little provocative, and you know the Deshaun Watson topic. Maybe not the easiest thing to do to talk about somebody not wanting to play and all that, but. I'll tell you what, this was a cool story. Uh, Bo, tell us, what did Russell Wilson do? Like, I mean, this was a situation where I thought was pretty pretty cool deal that, that un, 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 uh, what is it, what am I looking for here? Uh, unfolded, that's what I'm looking for. What, what happened, Bo? Yeah, what, so, what happened? So, uh, Russell Wilson rented out a Waffle House for Ciara's 38th birthday. Uh, Ciara, of course, is his wife. Um so, you know, they had a good time uh, renting out the Waffle House and uh, hopefully the the wait staff and all the, the servers and the employees didn't get in any fights while they were there, but you never know with Waffle House. <laughs> so wait, they can rent out a Waffle House for her, but I do it on a date and I'm called a, an a-hole. Oh, hold on now. Did you rent out the whole Waffle House? Is that really? If if you go there late enough, don't you really have the Waffle House to yourself? I, I, I Think mean, about I guess, it. I guess that's a great point there, sir. I, that is a great point. All right. So, Plex, I mean, to me... Clearly, he he's aware of the fact that his wife loves the Waffle House and loves going to the Waffle House. I thought it was a cool gesture in the sense that you made it seem upscale and high end by renting it out. I'm sure they decorated it nicely right. for her her deal, and she got to eat the eats that she enjoys most. What 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 is the coolest thing you've done? Uh, in terms of surprise birthday gift, if if any. Surprise birthday gift? Yeah, did you ever rent out a Waffle House? Now, I, I'm just listening to this story. I'm just surprised that they have a Waffle House in Denver. Hmm. I mean, that's... That's they news got a lot to stuff me, in Denver. Damn, yeah, I, I do love them. It's one of my one of my favorite cities. Okay. But you know, the uh, favorite birthdays surprises. Yeah. Uh. You know what? It was birthday to myself. I surprised myself. Okay, what you got? I really did. I, I went out. Uh, was it last year? The two years ago, I had a. You know, I went out and rented out my buddy's restaurant in Jersey City. It was right on the water, and everybody came through. It was perfect. We had crab cakes. We had pizza. We had sushi. We had uh, black truffle pizza. We we had it all. Wow! wow. I appreciate my invite. And uh, you know what? I said to myself, I'm gonna throw my damn self a party because well, I mean, ain't not? nobody. Gonna do it for me. Oh man, I would throw you a party, my guy. You know what I mean? So that's what I did. That's my favorite damn surprise okay. birthday party. It was a prize, it was a surprise to myself. Okay. All right. I like that. I like yeah. that. So so here's the moral and of the story. I paid the bill. Well, everybody was finished. 
Shots out to Plexico giving himself his best birthday party surprise. Shots out to Russell Wilson for giving uh, Sierra the, the, the business uh, with, I mean, you know what I mean, like the birthday business with, with Rennie out. <laughs> out the Waffle House. And shots out to y'all for listening to the show. Stay tuned in. The Jonas Knox Show is up next. It's Fox Sports Radio up on game. We'll holler. Peace. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.